We are all good. Let's get this. Let's get this show on the road. We're all part of the Matrix. Introductions, ladies and gentlemen. We are. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Mighty Morphin. You know what I'm saying? We are. You know what I'm saying? No. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Man Cave Monday, and we back again. And I got the whole squad with me today. You feel what I'm saying? The whole squad showed up this time for y'all. You know what I mean? So who we got with us? We got Tez with us. We got Here. Ness with us. We got Dre with us. We got Days with us. And we got Dex with us. And we're going to get straight into these topics. Oh, wait a minute. I almost did it again. See, I told y'all last episode. I'm mm-hmm. skipping my own intro. Yourself. Yes. Shame on a nigga for trying to run <laughs> game on it. You know, you're selfless. You know, you're yeah, selfless. True. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I am Bruce Wayne. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> now my secret is out. Nah, I'm just playing. Uh, I am JD, a.k.a. He Who Pots. And let's get, let's get straight into this mofo. So, we all know by now, if you didn't already know, I'm sure you know by now that we are at the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Hip-hop, the other day, well, by the time you see this, about a month ago, turned 50 years old. And so, I think that it's safe to say all of us here have been influenced by hip-hop in some way. And so, my question is, how has hip-hop influenced your life and my bonus question if you feel gangster enough is who is your favorite rapper or rap group so i'll start off hip-hop has been a huge influence in my life many of these people here with me know that hip-hop was banned in my house as a young cub (laughs) you know i'm saying it's not allowed it was hey turn that stuff off we can't have that on in but uh you know, I heard it on the radio and uh, I had an uncle who I was very close with and he introduced me to hip hop in many different forms. And uh, at about 11, 12 years old, I started listening to hip hop. And uh, if you know me, you know my music, my life, everything I do is affected by hip hop. It is my life. I, am a, I, I understand today that hip hop is a culture Hip-hop has many different art forms and uh, many different things inside of it. And I'm happy to be a part of the culture in more than one way. Uh, I don't know how I'd exist today without hip-hop. Uh, you know, a lot of people say hip-hop saved their life. I don't know if it saved mine, but it definitely completely altered mine in many great ways. And so I'll start there. Do I have a favorite rapper today? No. For many years, it was Jay-Z. Before that, it was DMX. DMX was actually my first favorite rapper. Uh, Rest in peace, DMX. Um, Today, I don't have a favorite rapper. Favorite rap group? I mean, it's probably Wu, if we're being honest. Uh, But I don't think there's any active rap group that's my favorite. But if we're talking all time, yeah, it's probably Uh, Wu-Tang. Mostly because not only was their music as a group so great, They also each individually had great music when they went and did their own thing. You know, a lot of times we hear groups and we only hear them as a unit. You know, Wu-Tang is one of the groups where we had nine members who each have solid music of their own. So uh, I think Wu is probably the most uh, diverse group when it comes to the art form. 
everybody kind of has their own specialty. And I always think that's what has made them the flyest. Uh, but no, today I don't have a favorite rapper. If we're talking about active rappers today, it would probably be Nas or J. Cole. Uh, from people who are currently putting out music, it would probably be Nas or J. Cole. And so that's it for me. We could, you know, we can open the forum and have conversations, but I wanted everybody to be able to chime in and share their connection with hip hop. And, you know, if you feel, if you feel fly enough, you know, if you're not scared to put it out publicly, let us know who's your favorite. I mean, I'll go, I'll go. So the way hip hop has influenced me, my first album ever owning any album ever in my life was whatever OPP was on by Naughty by Nature, my first cassette. My mom didn't know. How raunchy those lyrics were, how bad, how bad that album was. But um, at that time, uh, it was very influential to me. But yeah, OPP was my first album. And I remember not being able to repeat 90% of the stuff that was on that album. Um, but I grew up with like house music stuff. So like listening to that, it was very like hip hop influence as well. Um, as we all know, like I, I took a very heavier turn towards my, my later age in life. Um, but I, you know, even when I was younger, I was very influenced with, with West coast rap. I, I was like seven years old, loving West coast rap. Cause that, that's what you saw on MTV. I've always wanted a Cadillac with, 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 with you know, the, 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 the hydraulics, the hydraulics and everything. Um, I, I was, I was big into G funk. Um, okay. What else? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it, it, it all comes full circle because like when, it, when I got into the metal, the bands that I liked were very West Coast influenced, like Korn um, from the West Coast had Ice Cube on a couple of their songs. They have uh, Snoop Dogg on a couple of their songs. And so, okay, it's pretty cool. Um, but all in all, it was. Uh, no, because he's Alex want to be a part of the pod. No, no, no. He said, is there a boy cave? I know he's a man cave, but is there a boy cave? Can I be down, Pops? What's up? I can't be on the pod. I can't be on the pod. I see, I see, I see my godfather sitting right there. I see some cool cats I know and some cats I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Can I be down? You know what I mean? 17 like Brandy. She just want to be down. You know what I'm saying? The boy yeah, basement. So... You know what I'm saying? The boy basement. That's the next pod we going to. You know what I'm saying? I did not know we were going to get a Brandy reference. Listen, actually, it's a Tupac reference about a Brandy reference, but uh, later, uh, later, later, later. Go ahead, But um, yeah, so like like corn and like Limbiscuit was very heavily. And yes, I'm a Limbiscuit. I did like Limbiscuit when I was growing up. You did uh, grow up in the nook. Of course. Um, <laughs> always. Um, but yeah, they're very hip hip hop influence. And then, not for anything, if it wasn't for hip hop, I wouldn't be here. In general, with you guys, uh, I, like Nestor and I would have been friends naturally. Uh, you and I, we definitely went another level because we had a, a connection with hip hop and absolutely. Like with me, with me and Jay, we could just say like one thing, like chicka chicka, and he knows some shady. How did some babies? So we finished, you know, like we we have that that rapport with one another. And you know, I remember like our spades night, we would have Eminem blasting. This is back when Eminem was, you know, the guy. Yep. Um, you know the black yeah, album the blueprints we had we had we had all that stuff on loop yeah. um you know we all know that when the winter comes out i start playing you know even it. Roll, get the free beer sticking out you know, you know? What i'm saying um but i was i was also talking to, uh telling Dre a story before we uh we started before you got in here um 
Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang's a big influence on like me and Dre having a connection because I remember when you introduced me to Dre, you're like, oh, he's big on Wu-Tang. Like, oh, Wu-Tang's a shit. And I know you wasn't too big on them just yet. Yeah. But I also no, I remember like at this point, me and Nestor were watching Boondocks. And I remember you have you were kind of like repulsive against like, oh, it's a cartoon. I'm a grown ass man. Why am I watching cartoons? I'm like, nah, bro. Yep. You got to watch this. Trust me. It's good. And then I remember that one night when we were in Dre's house before the ceiling fell on me. <laughs> Yo, the sip secrets. These are not the droids you're looking for. They don't even know. We, we were witnesses. You know, we were witnesses. That's right. <laughs> So I remember that day we were, I, I remember that day was SoCal and Boondocks. Oh, that's it, that's baby. Yes. And was, Bacardi. Yep. And Bacardi. Can't, can't forget the seven. <laughs> two bottles. Saying? Two bottles. Two, two bottles of Bacardi. Fifths, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, and I remember like you watching that show and <laughs> my, my you started surpassing you. I was the worst. That's it. That's a fact. <laughs> Great <laughs> stories from that night, but go ahead. The, the Sith Lord was corrupting all of us at one point. That's that's no, oh, we're no longer Jedi. <laughs> they did something. Did they make you feel uncomfortable? <laughs> right. nah, I, I just remember, yo, you're kind of empty over there, bro. Like, what you doing about that? Yeah, you know I'm saying. What's up? Why is your, what's going on with your cup right now? Yo, why are you putting mad ice in there, bro? Man up. Like, oh, damn, bro. Stop playing. Yeah. I ain't scared, son. I ain't scared. And matter of fact, while you at it, pick up that controller right there. Or oh, better, yeah. oh, better yet, don't pick moment. it up. Don't pick it up. Don't, but you don't yeah. want to pick up that controller. Don't, don't I remember. If you guys remember the opening scenes of Boondocks, uh, where the, yeah. like the the the. The episode music that it plays. First episode. No, no, it's not, no, not the episode. It's not the episode itself. It's oh, just the music, music itself. You can tell like it's very, very cultured and and hip. And hip yeah, it was produced by Rizzo. Yeah. Um. And I remember you bumping to it. I'm like, oh, you don't like Wu Tang though. You don't like Wu Tang. And Jay's like, yeah, I'm gonna put you on, bro. I'm gonna put you on. And then, like, Boondocks just became our 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 circle. It became our thing to the point that you surpassed me. And like, yo, you watched that episode? I'm like, nah, bro. I'm not <laughs> yeah. And you get mad at me, like, why don't you even watch the episode? Like, right. There you go. I'm coming out of work. I'm sleeping. But I remember, you know, it, it, it definitely ties us all together. And, you know, to the point, you know, you and I have matching lyrics. I was just talking about this with somebody, That's um, you know, from Joe Budden. Um, and, and, to context, and to add on, like, how does hip how has hip hop influenced me or has affected me? It's been... Um, uh, you know, I, I gravitate more to my my style of music, which is more the the metal and stuff. But I can tell you, during my divorce, uh, a certain album came out at a very Ooh, very came out at a very crucial time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, all of lost is definitely a staple. Um, it's forever. A and that, that that album too is also like me and me and Days bonded on that because we all went to yes, the, that, that we went to the concert that night. Two concerts. Oh. Two. We went to that concert. And it was a vibe, man. We were, yeah. We were all there. We were all there emotionally, you know. You know, just feeling some way. Surrounded by and, women, friends. Surrounded by women. Yep, that's it. It was a great time, though. Best time. But great like, time. what I remember, what, what I remember most about that night is the three of us enjoying that album for three different reasons, right? Um, I was going through some stuff. I think I believe Days was going through some stuff, but different than, than my stuff. And Jay was just happy that you know he had two of his best friends right here. That's vibing it. out, singing Joe Button, who he put us on, to, he put me on to. So I don't yeah. know, I, I don't know his influence on that. 
But um, I just remember like that was. I've been to a lot of concerts. That Joe concert is def- that specific Joe concert means more to me than like a, a lot of concerts that I've been to. Well, um, can, I, can I add to your story? It was our first time seeing <laughs> Joe Buttons in concert. Left yeah. that out. All three of us at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's actually my first hip hop hip hop concert. So, oh, oh hey, look at that big production hip hop concert. I mean, I've been to you guys. Okay, so okay. I, I, I just have seen you guys. I appreciate that. I see how you did that. No, but it was great. Like, like the thing I remember most that night is that Only Human. Like when Amani started playing Only, like started singing like Only Human, I felt every like I felt every word hit me, bro. Like it was different, and. So to this day, when I hear that, I just get flashbacks. I even, see, you can ask Jay. I've always sent him like that same concert that we, because they, there's somebody recorded it like that was right next yeah. to us, and you can hear if you can like if you get like the really good headphones, you can really hear like Jay like yelling at certain points or me yelling. Um, but it's just, it's just that moment that was captured. You know, I'm happy that somebody captured that moment in time because it's it was it's something that first of that that venue doesn't exist anymore. It closed down. Yep. Oh um, yeah. Facts. Um. And it was just a night where we all just we I just like I said I cherish that to this day. Um, as far as to, to, to circle it around, favorite rap, rap group was gonna be the Woo. I mean, being the Ruckus, that first I mean, track. It could right be there. rapper too. Do you have what about a favorite Ooh, solo rap? Uh, solo rapper? We, we gonna get there. We gonna get there. All um, right, my bad, player. My bad. My bad. But Woo, Woo, Woo's the Woo's for the kids. Like you know, it's generational. It. Woo Tang is for the children. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? And and hold on, let's talk about the sugar cake. I don't know. If, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you're not, if you're watching this in, on, on on tubes of views. Yeah. Um, watch. That. Watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's great. The soundtrack. Um. That. <laughs> Jay and Ness can tell you I do not do movies. I don't. I don't. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go, but I was like, you know, what? I got the kids here. Let's go. I was expecting to fall asleep halfway through. Mm. Nah, man. Nah, this... I told y'all I took I took baby girl last week, and I immediately hit the group chat and was like, Yo, Ness, Tez, you gotta see this shit. And it's... the whole soundtrack is '90s hip hop. You gotta check it out. It's it's like the Transformers. The last Transformers is all '90s yes. hip hop. Just oh, like damn, Transformers is crazy. But but also, I think they're going. Uh-oh. Yeah. You still go? Yeah, yeah still go. Always so, still go, baby. <laughs> so my thing is, I think movies are onto something, and I, and I hope they don't oversaturate it too much with too much 90s hip-hop, because 90s hip-hop is timeless, in my opinion. It's one of those things that, like, you know, how certain music is just, no matter what year it is, you can still listen to it, and it still hits the same way. Um, or it increases the value because you have nostalgia, nostalgia added to it, right? Um, but, like, the Transformers... I remember like going with Jay, like, yo, they're playing this? Yo, what? And then not for nothing. The fact that they were playing I like a raw. And you know what I'm saying? Turtles, I was like, excuse you? Right. You know, obviously heavily censored, but you know. Was, hey, listen. Okay. It's for the kids, you know what I'm saying? But um yeah, hip hop hip hop is uh is a strong it's a strong statement, man. I mean it's I'm happy that it's it lasted fifty years. Uh plus you know still yeah, going. Plus, of course. Um you know, it inspires a lot of music that I listen to because if you look at the roots of hip hop, it's like from funk, and funk goes into everything. If you if you if you go into like the nest of music, but um, it's definitely create uh, you know created its own way, um, has inspired millions. You know, from Run DMC to LL to 
to Wu to J. Cole to, you know, the Monday rappers. Countless that, names, yeah. It's just not my names. type of rap, but I mean, at the end of the day, to each their own. And right. my favorite single rappers to wrap it, wrap it up is J. Cole and Joe Budden to this day. Mm. Sweet. Wait, before I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw Fab in there just to make it three. Okay. Hey, okay. Okay. Uh, real quick before Fab is the man. Uh, before we move forward, I just want to say real quick, I want to cut you off. I actually have a similar story about my first album that I ever bought. My first album I ever bought was DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Oh, great choice. My great. family was like, like 98. That was great like 98, 99. Great. Thank that's you. A, that's that's a great great I'm sorry. I mean, I just all remember. I knew, all I knew is the time was I saw slipping on MTV and was like, man, I just I really feel like this song just connects with my young soul. I that need track this. is hard. That track is and hard. I remember man. arguing with my family. They're like, you can't buy that. I'm like, but I have money. And I have a cassette player. Like, yo, let me live. Like <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, but here's where it gets real crazy. Like, I used yeah. to buy all my tapes and CDs from Amadou Diallo. No joke. Right in front of KFC on 14th and 2nd. Wow. All the, I didn't know till years later that that's who he was. It just he was the bootleg guy. Like that's wow. was he was the music guy. And that's the first project I ever bought. I bought it from Amadou Diallo. Wow. And son, my parents were like, I don't think you should be listening to this. And I was like, son, I need that in my life, son. And I was just walking. And then, and like Ted said, I couldn't repeat any of those lyrics. I was walking around like, wow, well, hold on. this guy sings some stuff. Let me peel back the curtain just a little bit. Go ahead, go ahead get him, at son. One get point, him. At one point, you were getting the censored version of those albums. And I, I remember like, to, son. They was I, was like what, I was like, yo, what is this, bro? <laughs> Son, the family, I told y'all, rap is yeah, not days, allowed days, in my face. Days, days, days. Here's the funny part. One day, not Jay, allowed. Start, Jay starts reiterating, reiterating lyrics, right? I'm like, that's not the lyrics. He's like, bro, yes, it is. Put the CD on. That's I'm it. like, oh, man, I don't know what convoluted version you got. Son. <laughs> Let me go to my let me go let me go to my 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 line wire real quick real quick and show you the track. Son. <laughs> Son, I know it's not days turn yet, but days. Remember those line wire sessions? Son. <laughs> I say I'm, I'm gonna let somebody else go. Yeah, anybody else can pick it up. But I just wanted to just wanted to share that I too have a wild first album. So story. Roger, he 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 worrying about the song, right? They talking about he e, 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 caminando, e cuidado, he slipping. You walk, you gotta be careful. You know they worrying about that's, you falling, that's what, Jay. That's what son, that's what made me want to listen to. That's cuidado. all I knew. You know, caminando. next thing I know, you gotta be careful. You might slip and fall. <laughs> Next thing I know, nigga, I pressed play. That nigga said, used to be my dog. You was, was in, in my, my left titty. That was it. Screamed, ride or die. Thought, Thought you would die with, with me. I was like, ooh, what's, what is this right here? What's going on in my, my headphones right with now? With that drop? So, with that drop, too? Come on, come son. On, son. Oh, they was at the same time. That drop was crazy. Fact. It's not my so, turn. Yeah. It's not my turn because you said you know I was born in this shit. I'll be here for days. Point well, we don't have days. days. That's how I went first. That's how I went first. You got days. You. Right. You. Yes. You. No, Taz was still talking. Uh, no, Taz was done. He said you. Taz was still talking. So not to. He's done. No, he's good. He's good. Anybody can jump in. Okay, I'm curious about Ness. Okay. 
That's why I love this pod. That's why I love this pod. I mean, I don't know if, if hip-hop had a big influence on my life. Um, I mean, in general, I like music just all different types. I'd say, like, I'd lean more towards, like, dance or, uh, or um, house music. But... Um, I mean, hip hop is there, right? It's part of that. It's part of everything. Um, because even at its roots, when it started, that's what it pulled from. It pulled from like disco and, and all of that to like become so much more. And it's, it's amazing. Just, I, I do enjoy the music. I love so many different artists um, that I've listened to, like even from like a little kid listening to like, pun and eminem um and then going into like fusion artists like lincoln park and 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 just having that like chance to like feel different parts of music that i enjoy um as for now i'd say like recently I um, say you haven't mentioned your favorite guy yet. i know i'm not there I yeah know, i'm <laughs> saying i was waiting um, because I lost some because, because yeah. I'm, now we're nah, killing so, back curtains. Yeah, like, yeah, son, yeah. how many so, concerts we went to for this right, dude? Like, right. So literally, like, my first concert, I think, like, period, was with Jay. And we went to see Lupe Fiasco. Mm. And he is, like, he's been, like, my favorite artist since hearing him. Wow. Um, I'm, like, really, really into, uh, like lyricists and and uh storytellers and that's like the kind of music i enjoy um i mean i i do like enjoy different parts but that's like stuff that like speaks to me because it's like oh there's there's something going on here and then okay i love the way lupe did that and i love the way he just like layers meanings and he'll start the verse with something and by the time he ends he's still talking about it but not really He's talking about something else altogether, but it's like, oh, wait, that that had to do with that first line. Oh, that's crazy. And and how it relates is insane. And then in what was it? The cool, I think, was the one that like the whole album is a whole story. Like every every single track is like different characters. And like when you put them all together in an order, they're like it tells a whole story. Yeah, it's, um, it's the cool. And it was amazing. And I was like, this is this is just like once when I learned that and like I went, once I heard Lupe, I just went into this just like deep dive and just like downloaded everything I could find of him, all of his mixtapes, just absolutely everything. Um, he had like this one mixtape I fell in love with because with the Monopoly uh, joint. Uh, no, um, it's, uh, what was it called? I forgot what it was called, but it was basically, um, he took like a bunch of gorillas tracks and then just rapped all over them. Uh And like, that's probably like my top, top mixtape of his because it was just insane. And I love the gorillas and I love all their beats and the way they throw everything. Just, just, it was insane. Um, and then even to now, like. Like he just keeps putting stuff out, even when he did uh, his little British pop punk phase with uh, 
Yeah, I don't remember names. That's crazy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way, bro. I'm the same way. I feel that was like, like I was, I was just like boggled my mind and like the way he played it off, like it's a completely different person. Well, it's not me. Nah, nah, nah. Um, and it was really awesome. Um, just all the music he's done. I've absolutely loved it. Um, and then as far as like modern artists, I don't know. Like, I don't. Like I kind of just listen to music as I hear it, so so people don't stick with me as much. But mm. there's no one that I've like latched onto like that the way I did when when I heard Lupe. Um, for sure, there's like no other artist that like affected me like that that I just like uh, and I had to hear absolutely everything. Um, I mean, I do that. Like I hear something I like, and I'll just like find everything I can find. But it's it's nothing that like was to that level that I did with uh with Lupe Fiasco like that. Um yeah. I mean now now modern artists, um I mean I I kinda like a lot of the things I hear. Um I think fucking uh Lil Nas X is like mind boggling like how talented he is. Um and it's it's absolutely insane. Like every time every everything I've heard from from him has been amazing. I don't think I've heard anything from him I've like disliked. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if if anything. Oh, as Ooh. far as yeah, I'd say probably another favorite of mine for sure, a hundred percent. New jobs or new jobs. Um, he was amazing. Um, he does a lot of hip hop uh, anime tracks. Okay. Um, and he does like anybody that watches anime, a hundred percent knows who he is. Anybody that's into any of that knows who he is for sure. Um, he did soundtracks for like, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, Samurai Champloo and another one. There was another anime another that was one. out around the same time as Samurai Champloo did the soundtracks for it. He's amazing. Um, uh, Asian Kung Fu Generation from like uh, J-pop, J-rap and stuff. Um, and then even in that same vein, in that same route of my nerdiness, I have to definitely mention MC Frontalot, uh, who did a lot of like um, uh, nerd rap and um, it has a name too. I remembered nerdcore. it earlier. It's gone nerdcore. Thank you. I got you. Player. Uh, and he amazing too. Like he he's he's actually considered the godfather of nerdcore. Like it's oh, it's, it's not Childish Gambino. No, he he was doing this way before Childish Gambino. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then and then even then, Gambino isn't really nerdcore. I mean, like, that's, I never felt he was, but I remember yeah. when Childish Gambino, uh, his hip hop music was popular. Yeah. Everybody was like, "He's the king of nerdcore. He's the king of nerdcore." And I was like, I <laughs> "Right," because don't like really... he kind of he'll he'll do references, but that's always been there. Yeah, I'm like, that's I don't always really been a heart a part of hip hop is like game comic yeah. references. That's always been there. Yeah, and then even if you go back to like his older stuff before like his premiere album, like. It's there, but it's not quite nerdcore. Um, 
it, it is a bit more quirky, so it's a little bit closer to nerdcore than his like mainstream stuff. But it's still not quite nerdcore. Yeah. Um, and then even then, by the time he was making music, nerdcore was already like established. Um, and MC Frontalot was like at the front for- forefront of that. Um, okay. And like, boom. And I think like the the big difference is like the songs are about those things. So like he did songs about conventions. He did songs about D and D. He did songs mm-hmm. like about about video games. Like it wasn't referencing them. It was Got like it. literally about these things. Um, That's interesting. And and so it was like this like big thing. And I think it's 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 huge. Um, it's it's not as big as it used to be for sure, but it was definitely something that like was impactful and made sense uh, at the time too. Like. It really was something that was uh, important to, to, to all of it to include with that. Gotcha. I got a Lupe story, Ness. Yeah. I got a Lupe story, man. <laughs> I was holding it in while you was talking, son. Okay. Bro, I got to keep it real with you, man. I was on tour, and uh, we made a stop in Atlantic City. I remember I was backstage, and um, I think it was like when he first came out, because he, he did perform Kick Push. But we started to engage in like this real intellectual conversation, right? And we were building. And at the time, I didn't really know much about him. I knew of him, but I didn't know, like, a lot about him as far as, like, fandom. But um, I knew enough about him, you know, being a a hip-hop artist myself, you know what I mean, to be able to, you know, acknowledge him and and speak and have certain levels of conversation. But I will say, while we were conversing, they were coming to me to, you know, get my stuff ready to perform or whatever. So there was, like, a brief moment where they kind of cut the conversation, but we weren't done. So they, like, distracted me. I'm like, yo, hold on one second. So they're talking to me to get the show ready. And, bro, he waited there until they were done so we could finish building. And, bro, I, I remember that. Like, I will take that with me to the day I die, bro. Like, because, you know, any other artist, they're like, they're the shit. It's like, I'm waiting for this dude. You feel what I'm saying? But <laughs> the conversation was just so deep and so powerful. You get what I'm saying? Like, he waited, and then I resumed and we continued and we finished and he just showed me so much love bro and i will always remember him for that like i'm not really privy on his music like that like i know some of his records but like for me i usually don't associate the person with the music but for him because i met him in that space in that way like i just every time i hear the music i just think about the level of respect and love he showed me being backstage that day you feel what i'm saying um yeah that's awesome yeah yeah um, so then my transition, right? Mm-hmm. I, I wanted the OGs. I wanted the OGs. I want to hear a different perspective. The, the, mine wasn't different enough. No, <laughs> yours is very different. About historical. historical. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. But there is one thing that Nessa touched on that I wanted to also touch on too. I miss I miss so much the mixtape era. I miss it so yeah, much. Absolutely. I miss getting your haircut and then getting a mixtape. Like when Jay used to come to the crib, yo, I got this new mixtape. And then we'd be like, the song is ass, the song is ass. And then we hear like we heard like the one, right? Like like shotgun from from Fat from Fat Joe. I don't like Fat Joe. But that song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop speaking Fat Joe. That <laughs> Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> but uh i remember just listening to that version or the, this, there's a s- specific mixtape version of breathe that has the uh has a scene from uh training day 
Like we couldn't listen to the regular brief. Like, no, no, take that shit off. Put on the put on put on the real version. <laughs> That was every like, time. Rave, huh? rave. I'm surgical with this bitch, Jay. Yo, yo, son, you gotta stop doing this. I got a story about that too. You gotta stop doing this. I used it as my voicemail. I used it yes. as my voicemail, and one of my managers <laughs> called me. Son, he called me. And it went to voicemail. Oh, shit. Son, how he called me back, like, you know, um, we don't have policy. <laughs> you okay? He said, we don't have policies in place for voicemails, but after that one, we might have to put one. We might have to. That was, <laughs> that, it was heavy. I was like, did you breathe, though? Did you not listen? <laughs> Word. Uh, but you're not getting away, Days. Yeah, it's your turn. Let's yeah. go. Let's yeah, go. Man, go on. You got all these stories. Let's yeah, go. Go on. Go on, I wanted to hear Drain them, though, because I wanted to hear from a different perspective. But you spot, and then I was going to you yeah. already sparked, Days. You already sparked this. Okay, well, we man. should keep going, right? While we're recording. Go ahead, um, right. Let's go. go ahead. Yeah, man. I gotta say, man, I was kind of born into this hip hop situation, man. When I really think about it, uh, as far as culturally, artistically, um, since I can ever remember. Um, but I, I, I think I gotta narrow it down to what stories I would share. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I hip hop was already I'm the same way. Already yeah. embedded in me, it's it was rough. around me. You feel me? I was born into it. I grew up in it. You know, um, being in my first video, four years old. I forgot the brother name, Sean, Sean Head, some something like that. But Sean Head, yeah, yeah. wow. We were walking. All right, yeah. the captain. Yeah, shout it's out to mom. Yeah, <laughs> Look, see? yeah. 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 That, that was it. That oh, yeah. was it, actually. Shout out to my mom. That was the jam. That was the jam. Shout out to yes, my sir. moms and my yes, aunt. You know, we were walking by. I think we were going to the playground and coming from somewhere. And he was looking for some kids. Yeah, we made a video. And it was like, yo, I got him right here. So we, that was our first, uh, one of my first experiences, I could say, that I can remember. Fall, 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 fall back. Um, Heavy D. You know, me and my brother dancing with Heavy D and the boys in concert. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah, I was like five can't... years old. My brother probably was like six. I caught stage fright. I just need to I caught stage fright, but my oh, brother was killing it. You dig? Like, I was there frozen. Heavy yeah, in the noise. And um, what's that song it was? I just heard it the other day that they was playing. Um, I don't know if it was uh, somebody that loved me for me. I don't know if it was that one or if it was the uh, other joint. Um, now that we found love, what a week. That was it. Yeah, now that we found yeah, yeah. love. That was it right there. I should, right? Because of the connection, I should do like a remake of that, right? So oh, like that. You, it, it, you put it in the air now. You have to do it. Right? I'll put it in the air now. <laughs> Plus 50 years of hip hop, we got to give Heavy a nice tribute, man. That brother was very kind. Very candid, I can say, you know, throughout the course of the whole situation. Um, I would have to say, um, wow, how could I do this, man? Writing music at the age of like seven, eight. Um, I'm saying music was was warranted in my career. My dad's an artist, so he would just buy albums. And and I remember we talked about this on the last pod. Shout out to my dad. The first time I ever seen like a uh, uh, a tape player that could change, that could switch itself to the other side. Yeah. Remember that? Oh yes. Remember, oh yes. You might be busy. We ain't got time oh, yes. to switch to, switch the cassette cassette tape over. It was it you was called, 
it was called auto reverse. So it would just auto like reverse. Reverse. Ooh. and you'd be like, oh auto wow, reverse. like that was a special special feature. Sony came out with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Pop see my pops was an artist, so while he was painting and drawing a picture, he ain't had time to get up and switch it to the other side. Might break the focus. Just, yeah. It's so like it's, 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 a, it's just sound like a transformer when they did, they'd be like <laughs> That's a whole. Like, oh, <laughs> they flip on you. Yeah, I remember that shit. Would it like, say Sabido? Would it say Sabido, Jay? It wouldn't say it, right? The tape would say, would but say you it? just have to. You just have to. Once you hear that sound, you knew. Boom, we flip into the next side. We just do it on its own. Yeah, yeah. Because I think my pop show used to be like side A, side B. Oh, like, oh yeah. Some he had to fly shit. Some of them would do that. Yeah. See that? Like, you know. <laughs> It's flipping on you. It's flipping. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Shout out to Pops. Shout out to Pops. The official. Shout out to the moms, too. Moms, you know, moms and Pops, they've been, like, I, that's why I'm saying I'm blessed, man. They was able to guide me in a direction and steer me towards hip hop and make sure that I was um, heavily involved. You feel what I'm saying? I would say, um, favorite artist, you know, Jay, man. Jay Z. I was born and raised in the style, so Jay Z is like Jesus and Biggie wrote the Bible. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So that that's my guy. You know, I live four blocks from Jake. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so it was like right there, echoing, you know, from blocks away. Um, modern artists, I would have to say K Dot, Kendrick Carbody. You know what I mean? If I had to pick a trio, you know, of course it would be Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. You feel what I'm saying? Um Mm -hmm. and because I discovered them in that way, I think it probably would have to go in that order. <laughs> I think it was Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, or Drake, Cole, and Kendrick. But um, now nah, I would have to put Kendrick before Drake. But yeah, I would say Kendrick, you know, Cole, Drake. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't even know if that makes a group. What? <laughs> it doesn't. But that's okay. <laughs> right? I'm trying to make, make my own group. It's okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. And I got to put Joey in there too. I can't. I can't leave Joey out. You know what I mean? I have to put Joey in there. Um, Wu Tang, of course. You know what I mean. Grew up on Wu Tang. Used to sing that for Thirty Six Chambers like it was a Bible verse. You feel what I'm saying? And it was a lot of us, so we was able to trade places. Like, yo, I'm gonna be son today. You gonna be? Now, I'm meth, nigga. You always meth, b. Come on, son. Yo, I'm telling you. Shout out to my uncles. We was close in age range, so they was into the kicks and, the, and and all of that. So we was privy to all of that stuff. The video games with the music playing. And stuff like that. My uncle, shout out to my uncle. I bust into his room, noticed him in the cipher. That was like one of my first introductions to like hip hop, like rapping. You know, bust open the door, cloud of weed, smoke him and his friends in the cipher. I was probably like, you know, six, seven, something like that. You know hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They lived up in Harlem. You know what I mean? Um, nice. Then I was gonna tell my DMX story too. I don't know if I should save it for the <laughs> for the pod because I met DMX personally. I think I was like. Like 11, 12 years old, something like that. Something like that, 11, 12 years old. My cousin, he was known in Harlem, so he had a close connection with, with artists and celebrities and all that. And I hung out with D probably the whole weekend. Not like in one shot, you know, we went home and came back. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And my cousin was older than me. So for the people that probably be like, damn, he was 12, what were you doing there? My cousin was older than me, so I was with him. You feel me? But he knew D. He actually told me he knew D. And I, I didn't want, you know, didn't believe him. But when we was walking down one two fifth, and DMX called his name, I was like, "Now you gotta believe me." Son, no, it's <laughs> DMX. He's calling you, son. You, and he's like, son, I, I know, but I'm like, son, he's. Cool. And it's Tommy. 
yo, Simon, like, he really talked like that. I'm like, yo, Simon, I've been, yo, Simon, like, I've been trying to get in touch with you all day, son. Like, you feel what I'm saying? I've been hollering at you all day. Like, where you been? And I'm just like, yo, this is serious. You feel what I'm saying? And I actually met a few people that night, hung out with a few people, the LLs, um, K-Solo, Redman, uh, Little C's, Lil' Kim, Mace. Um, wow, it was a lot of people that night. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. Like, so, um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. I got so many more on the go. I'm going to leave it there for y'all. I don't know what I left out. If I left anything out, please let me know. Um, I mean, I, I was gone for part of it, so. Nah, I didn't start till you came. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I didn't start till you came. Pause. <laughs> pause, right? Um, but now I love you. too old for that, man. Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm... I'm, I'm See, you, it's funny you said that. Like you saw the Jada Kiss clip, but it was a clip that I was trying to make fun of that Jada was in. He said that, and then after he said they was too oh, old, yeah? he followed up and said pause after he said that's that. funny, and it made it so much more funnier. But um, that is funny. Yeah, I love hip hop. All right, so we. Oh my bad. So I, I love hip hop. I'm one of those people that it changed my life. I know Jay mentioned that earlier, but yes, it changed my life. I don't know where I'd be without it. it. Took me places I've never been. Uh, grew me up. Matured me introduced me to people that I never thought I would meet, conversations I never thought I would have. I could definitely say I don't know where I would be without hip-hop and this shirt that I got on right here. So I'm just keeping it a buck. So I'm going to just leave it like that. Let the church say amen. 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 All right. Right, so Dex Dex and Dre, you know, y'all brothers are wise enough to have been here from its inception. So we're going to get our popcorn ready. We're going to get our popcorn ready for this. You know what I'm saying? So, Um, you know, I'll go. I'll go. I I grew up in a Trinidadian house, you know, Calypso music. But hip hop came and we listened to hip hop too. And uh, I mean, it was the culture. Brooklyn, New York, it it was the culture, you know. I remember um, wanting a Kango hat. But my father had a Kango hat, but he didn't have the Kango hat that the I want that. You had to pass the Kango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kango, Kango with with the fur on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man! Spot him, got him. Spot him, got him. Spot him, got him. All right. Spot him, got him. Let's go, Jay. You know what I'm saying? And Tez, I, I appreciate the background. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, I, through all, I man through, man, I man through some love lost up there. No doubt. You know what nah, I'm saying? You, listen, that was the album that you didn't, you was like, eh. I'm like, nah, bro. There's some bangers on it. I love all of them too, but this is the one. I didn't like, no, 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 no. You're getting confused. My least favorite of the three is, is the first one. No love lost. Yeah, yeah. No love lost. Yeah, yeah. Some love lost is the shit. Short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. Arguably one of Joe's—I don't think arguably, but some people argue—one of best, one of Joe's best projects. Yeah, but I love it though. Yeah, you told yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Graffiti in the back of the There we go. Pop, sc- scratching the photograph with the volume, yeah. using that like a fader. Recording. Um, popping and locking, yeah, and I rap. And the thing was, uh, and then I, I didn't have a uh, NPC or anything or SP twelve hundred. I took, I did the pause routine with the record. You know, you took the break beat, you paused it, and you looped it around and made a whole long beat tape. And you stuck a freaking uh, uh, he- headphone, in, headphone in the microphone jack to wrap in the, in the headphone. 
I mean, I did all that. You know what I mean? I did all that. I rapped for years. I rapped for whole years. And I had this, so hip-hop was a big part of my my uh, life. And the, it's the absolute reason I'm in this podcast right now. There is no denying. It is an absolute, there's no other way I'm here but because of hip-hop. There's undeniable. There's no, no other chance. You know what I mean? Just, get, just me enjoying and that was the other thing. I, I started to, I, when you hear what my favorite rappers are, you'll know what. I enjoyed that indie rapper lifestyle. I enjoyed watching those guys. And that's why, I mean, say no more, two people in here who are very near and dear, you know, that's why I'm here. I, that's the rap I like, you know what I mean? Thank you. So I'm, I'm all over the place. But yes, I did it all. I did all that stuff. So I love hip-hop. It's a big part of life clothing, all that good stuff. And I was just a regular kid. I was no big, you know, you know, uh, you know, some big, uh, um, you know, in the street or anything. I was just a regular kid, you know, a Caribbean kid at home. My favorite rappers, though, undeniably, I mean, of course, Wu-Tang. We, we, that's, that's a fact, you know. Yeah. I had the, the Protect Your Neck on cassette tape with the other side was Method Man. I had that cassette tape. You know, white, it was all white. And you had the drawing of the the, the no. sword. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I had that. Um, uh, so Wu Tang. But my line, I got I got to run down a few more names. And of course, we know. To me, the big three. I mean, of course, Run DMC. But the, to me, the big three was Rakim, Kane, and Karis One. That was the three. Three different lanes. Three different styles. The big rap styles that you could go down. You know, right? Three different, undeniable. You know what I mean? So to me, those are the big three, the Rushmore three of, of rap. And then you went down those lanes. You want to be a conscious rapper? You was going to do stuff like KRS. You want to be super uh, scientific and just change rap? Rock him. Or you could be the braggadocious and change rap, you know, um, as Kane. That, that was my thing. But um, my favorite group, undeniably, is anybody in native tongue. De La Soul, oh, undeniable. I Paul Quest, undeniable. Time. Jungle Brothers, Jeez. undeniable. I, I have to say it because I wasn't in the street. I was just a kid who went to school. And, and finally, there was rappers who, they, they were just rapping other stuff. You know what I mean? I love the tough guy stuff, but I'm not a tough guy. I was, I was, there they were. You know what I mean? So it was the, the native tongues. Nice. Then anything that came after that, Biggable Planets, uh, Camp Low, Camp Low is dope. You know what I mean? Um, the Souls of Mischief, Far Side. I go go to the Outcast. You know anybody who started being different in their style, that was my thing. Of course, I listen to Wu Tang and I love Jay Z and Nas and all that stuff too. I don't have one really one favorite rapper. I just like rap. I forgot to that mention Nas too. My bad, Nas. Frost ice grills, 
I'm in your cipher covered in the blood Christ spills, mm. poetically waxing your auditory faculties. Want some challenging lyrics? Come and tackle these. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. 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 I don't got that. Oh, you know, you know, the funny thing is too. Hip hop. I'm chopping up beats today. I'm still, I still make beats. I'm still chopping up beats. I, I almost forgot that. I'm actually still making beats. I, mm. I played guitar with it, but I'm sampling and chopping up beats today. Today. Nice. You know what I mean? So, you know, so yeah, hip hop is still in my life. You know. Yeah. And, uh, and a fun fact for those who don't know, I, I'm pretty sure everyone here knows, but for those who don't know, Dex has produced records for me in the past. Mm. Some that you probably heard and liked. Hey, uh, I, 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 I have to do some challenging ones too. The anonymous <laughs> was pretty challenging, but I did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that that's the most famous one. That yeah. anonymous yeah. record. Yeah. Yo, you know what that did. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that was great. I mean, and, I mean, um, listen. Uh, there's, there's a music video that I didn't make on the internet with that beat and song, and they created their own I video didn't around that. I didn't I'll send that. it to you. Oh. oh, also, I've made some great cameos in JD's videos too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, listen. I made, I made some, I made some awesome cameos. Oh, awesome cameos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For those who don't know. Before this pod, anytime I talked about Dex to someone, I was like, oh, if you listen to my music, you already know Dex. They're like, no, I don't know Dex. Who's Dex? I'm like, I'm telling you, if you've ever seen any of my videos, there's a guy with dreads. They're like, yo, that guy with dreads is in all your videos. Why is that? I'm like, that's, that's my guy. That's my that guy. Like, every yeah. video. You know um, what I'm yeah, saying? So. Oh, yeah. And you know, uh, let me know. Yeah, I didn't mean to just say a whole bunch of the other rap stuff, but raucous. That whole raucous sound bombing area was era was great too. Mm-hmm. That was my that, that was my joint. All indie rap, native tongue. That was my kind of company flow. Those type of guys. Yeah. Far side, my, Schnickens, right? No, oh, no, I like the yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 in there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yo, yeah. let me tell you something. Yeah. Brothers. Now, now Jungle I gotta brothers. cut people off. I'm sorry. Now you got me hyped. Dre taught me about the food snickers. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you something crazy. Yeah. Let me tell you something crazy. I say when I'm around my daughter and don't want to curse, I say, yo, what the food snickers was that? And my daughter, <laughs> my daughter says, Dad, what the food snickers just happened? She has no idea. She has no idea. No idea. Really? When I need to drop an F-bomb around her, that's what I said. I'm like, yo, but what the fool Snickers is doing right now? And that's what she'll say. Wow. What's up? So that's it. Go ahead, Dre. That's going to be so dope she find out. Yeah, I'm saying? Man. Dex, I, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I text, I, I text you. Yep. You might Go say ahead. who's cursing. They might put on some fool yeah. Snickers. Hey, who's cursing? Yo. Yeah, I'm saying? Go ahead, Dre. Yeah. Take it away. Uh, Man, I mean, y'all mentioned some really good stuff. I don't even know where to start, but you know, a lot like what Days is saying. Like, I was, <laughs> I was in the womb of hip hop. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, all I remember is hip. It was like it was there from the beat. Like when it was born, I was born. You know what I'm saying? And so when I think about my like earliest childhood memories, like kindergarten and all that, like hip-hop things come to me you know what i mean so i i go back to like 
uh, popular with basically a lot of groups that people think, you know, like started it like back to like the Sugar Hill Gang. You know what I'm saying? When when hip hop was just was putting things together and it was about having fun and just going out and everything was like lovely outside. You know, it's just to the hip hop, the hip it, the hip it to the hip, hip hop. You don't stop the rock to the bang, bang, boogie, the up jump, the boogie to the rhythm. The up jump, the boogie. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. Just, just wow. You know what I mean? Like, it was just beautiful. You know what I mean? So I come out like that, like, and I actually wrote some things down because I was hearing what y'all was saying. It's like, man, I come from like that era, like the beginning of it. Um, I remember when hip hop was just, you know, not popular. People thought it wasn't going to go anywhere. People was just like, ah, this mm. is crazy. It's not going nowhere. You know, this is nuts. Um, and it it was, you did it because you loved it. There was no money in it. You know what I'm saying? It was very little money that you would get from it, you know? And right. you couldn't get played on the radio. So they used to have what was called, y'all, I'm sure y'all familiar with this. They had like jams in the park, you know what I mean? where it was just big ass speakers, a DJ, yep. and then cats rhyming. You know what I mean? Like one person yep. to get on the rhyme, you get you get off, another person get on he rhyme, then you had like your battles. Um right. and you know, I wish uh uh Dex was still on him because it's funny, like growing up in New York City, you realize that hip hop is just the birth of a bunch of different things kind of coming together you know what i'm saying like yes. it was a huge influence so you think about quote unquote black music it's like before hip-hop you got like r&b and then from the caribbean you got like reggae coming in you know uh soca coming from trinidad and all that and so it's blending all this kind of like rhyming styles because there was rhyming and reggae and all that you know right um so yeah, I, I just remember it as a as a baby, like man. And I wanted to mention, like, yeah, like 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 you know, man, like like Dex was saying, like the culture of it, how it influenced everything. It's nothing, especially being a New Yorker, it influenced everything. Like fashion, yep. I remember, you know, as a as a kid, and this is sort of like what they might call the the conscious rap, right? The conscious rap era where people walked around with red black and green medallions you know um young young ladies would have nefertiri earrings you know what i'm saying right. it was all about like being being black and being proud of that and um being intelligent being intelligent black people you know the 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 rhymes were about that so people for me that really influenced me it's like yeah you got to go to your krs1 you know he had an album called my philosophy which was just like I remember at the time, I'm like, yo, I bought that album. I studied that. It was like it was I was having a test or something. Every every word, you know, was just because he would be so specific. Like, look up this in the Bible. King James verse blah, blah, blah. And just would wow. like go off. You know what I mean? Um, public enemy, like huge influence on the on the conscious tip. Um I want to mention a few other people. Um, I remember Poor Righteous Go Teachers. I don't know if you guys remember, like Poor Righteous yes. Teachers was, yes. was part of that. And it was just like, yo, you know what I mean? Um, but getting back to the influences, um, you know, I heard Ness say this, like, I was a big house head too. And you could see like the influence with some of the house beats going into hip hop. Um, I was also into metal, 
um, what they used to call back then, like heavy metal or alternative. Like I remember alternative, they didn't have a, it was so different and new that they didn't know what to call it. So they would just call it alternative. Um, but that reggae, you know, and then later on, which is like way later on, it turned to like reggae tone. You know, I remember being little and, and just being a New Yorker, listening to all the bachata and all that. Like it was, it was just a dope time to be in New York because you had this plethora of different sounds coming from everywhere. And that's really what hip hop is. Like you, everybody mentioned Wu-Tang, but you know, one thing about RZA is like, that's what he used to say. It's like, yo, I would hear all these different sounds and think about how can I put this, this would be a dope, this would be a dope sound. That'd be a dope sound. And people who had that ear would create these like, dope ass beats um so yeah like some of y'all mentioned you know um like i said public enemy all day remember i remember the radio stations when it started to get a little popular i don't know if y'all remember a man called red alert dj red alert would play hip-hop and i used to be a kid i used to wait for him to play certain joints and just sit there with my cassette and press record that's what you did (laughs) that's what you did you, you're a child. Yeah. You're a child. What you gonna do? You put stay the at home Saturday night. Put the tissue That's on the right, side of the tape. That's right, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 wait for the, the new song. Tape. You knew a new song was coming out. You, you knew waited. Something new was coming. You waited. Oh, and somebody, you did that. Yeah. But check nah, this but out. Just, you, you, if you if you waited long enough and you did that for a while, you would have the dopest mixtape. That everybody ever. wanted. Ever. They'd be like, "Yo, you got this on there. You got that on there." Put it down. And, Don't and, put it down. And Absolutely. not only that, you would hate to put into somebody's janky ass fucked up cause, uh, radio player or cassette player because it might eat and up eat your, your shit. shit. You'd be like, oh, eat your shit. All the months yes. that it took yes. me, all the hours it took yes. me recording yes. that, you just destroyed it. Oh, oh my God, I remember those nah, days. Nah, bro. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't because I'm a seaweed. I'm a snippet. <laughs> Give me some tape. Come on Put now. On the inside. Come on, Drake. And you knew. <laughs> and you knew you did that. Get the pencil. You, get the pencil. But, it, but, but here you go. But here you go. But check this out. But the day, check this out. You knew that happened because you'd be having something dope like that. Ah, and then all of a sudden, go quiet for a minute. And then it'll come back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Biggie be sounding all chopped and screwed. I'm telling right, you. Right, right. Um, but no, that's yeah. why I want to make sure I get it right where it's at and put the tape behind I have it. On it. So it I remember those days, yeah. baby. Just analog, that's the way it was. Um, I wanted to mention some cats. Like, like we know we know one DMC. Okay, fine. But do we remember the Fat Boys? You know what I'm saying? Had that album. <laughs> the Had Fat the Boys album. was the joint when he talked about hip-hop. Um, we, can't, yeah. we can't talk about people like making stories unless we talk about slick rick so it was, was the, the ruler the master of, of these stories i mean he i mean absolutely he had a, a cinematic mind like he could be doing screenplays yep. you know what i'm saying the way it flowed you saw this in your head when he rhymed it was just like absolutely wow um i don't i don't know if you know yeah, go but through. a lot of people today say nas is the best storyteller of all time but nas himself Says. has said i am influenced by slick rick on a record he said i used to listen to the greatest adventures of slick rick yes. and bug out how his mind used to be so slick <laughs> yo man so this i mean so you gotta stand me coming up as a kid like i'm hearing all this um Crazy. I don't know if y'all remember. There used to be a, 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 we talk about okay. Everybody knows Wu Tang, big fly, fly group. But before you had a Wu Tang, you had groups like 
Juice Crew All-Star. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't know what that is, like Google the Juice Crew. The, yeah, yeah, the Coo- Coogee Rap. Coogee Rap. Coogee Rap. Coogee Rap. Now you talking. Molly Yeah, right. But do you remember, <laughs> if we're going to go there, do you remember the Roxanne Battles? I'm the real Roxanne. No, yes. I'm the real Roxanne. Yes. Roxanne Shantae, Roxanne this and that. The Roxanne battles were yeah, the yeah. best. And let me just say this. Amazing. I Amazing. feel like, and we, maybe we could transition this, but I feel like battling, like true battling has brought out some of the best songs ever. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing Absolutely. to sit there and write Absolutely. something about, oh yeah, you, you're Adidas or whatever, okay. But when somebody come at you and you decide to come back and you come back super hard, you know, we we can sit back and look at, you know, Jay-Z and Nas and some of the gems that came out of there. I used to love, I couldn't wait for somebody to have some beef because I knew like, yo, oh, it's going to come out now. You know what well, I mean? Well, well, that was a great, that was a great part about Saturday night was you knew if the Juice Crew said something last week, BDP's coming. <laughs> Something's coming out. You know, and they're going to drop, yo, they're going to drop something just delicious, the, yo. The, the Bridges the bridges Over came out and it was nuts, yo. Right. Red Alert spun right. the bridge right. over like 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, man, like, uh, I just want to mention Buster Rhymes, you know what I'm saying? That's one of my dudes, yes. too. Like, it's, it's really hard to say who's your favorite, but I'm just going to mention the certain names that I know influence me. Um, we all know Biggie, obviously. Uh, y'all know how I feel about DMX. I still say to this day, DMX is my spirit animal. Like, that's when I feel yeah, like sure I need I to get the roughest shit out, I'm gonna listen to some DMX and just destroy everything. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the way I feel. Amazing rapper. You know? Um, Absolutely amazing. But, I, man. One of my but at the same time, I love me some Jada, you know, on that same sort of like kick. Um, obviously, Nori, but let's take it back a little bit. Y'all remember Mob Deep? You know what I mean? Mob Deep was that shit. M.O.P. Uh, lesser known. Oh, yeah. M.O.P. Right? Lesser known cats. There used to be this group called the Alcoholics. And <laughs> they did something with ODB. Salute you. I salute you. <laughs> I salute you for bringing them yeah, up. Right? I salute you. They can rap. Right, right. And they can and, I, and I'm, I'm really yeah. just kind of like. West Coast. I, West Coast. I was, uh, yeah, I was really thinking about a lot of like indie cats, like you said. Cats who didn't really. They had yeah. something, but you didn't hear much from them after that. Um, man, uh, here's a dude that y'all may know, and it's also like a member of my like action about like AZ, the firm, and all these. All right, I will not hit the chat anymore so I can pay attention to everybody, uh, who's, who's recording and not recording. Thanks again, Ness. Yep, all right, go ahead, Dre. Yeah, man, I don't even know what I was saying, man. You guys got to edit whatever, but I was Listen, trying to that's what that's what I get paid the big bucks for, yeah, you know? yeah. I was trying to, I, I was trying to show, you know, the evolution in terms of my head, what I've seen, you know, where it's yeah. like, it started with just, you know, I want to say sort of like candy kind of rap, you know, just hip hop, mm-hmm. everything, having had a good time, everything was great. You got your jams in the park. And then all of a sudden it became very conscious because hip hop always tells the story of the street and it was all the hip, it was all the consciousness. And that's where Wu-Tang and everybody's coming from, you know, leaders of the new school, all that fly shit. Then it kind of transitioned to the gangster stuff. But what started the gangster stuff really was N.W.A. because they had that hit, um, fuck the police. And that made everybody kind of hear not just N.W.A., but what was going on on the West Coast. 
you know, because they was having huge. I mean, yeah, we was gangster, but not like these cats. The, the whole like Crips and Bloods, and that was in their music, and it was like, uh, like a virus all over the fucking, you know, every fucking hood was starting to develop. Whether you're a blood or a crip, and it was in everybody's music, you know, and right. and, and that was like around for a long time. Um, but you know, for me, the best part of hip hop for me before I just go through all that is like it was the conscious rap, man. I mean, I, I miss that because I miss this this sense of people having pride and being intelligent, you know, and reading and 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 keep making everybody's sword sharp, you know. Think about think about the time when we had. Um, all these old school rappers get together and call made an album called Self Destruction. You know what right. I'm saying? Like Self Destruction was crazy. You know, you, I don't know if you'll ever have that again in hip hop, where people just say, "Yo, we got to do something about our youth. Yeah, we gonna do something about us being killed in these streets and try to change the trajectory of hip hop." And I feel like record companies and even the country was saw that as a threat. Yeah. And they tried to, and they and they did everything in their power to stop that and they succeeded because it was no longer cool to be intelligent and well read. It right. was now more it was better to, you know, people, you know, rhyming more about how they've been to jail, you know. I mean, some of y'all listening to this you may not know this, but you know, cats like Nori, Noriega was huge on that, you know what I mean? Before he was doing drink champs and talking to everybody, like Nori was a rapper, you know what I mean? And had like dope ass albums, you know what I'm saying? But at that time, it was like this pride of have you been to jail before and how long you been to jail and you ain't really a real thug until you go to jail. I mean, his whole shit was thug this, thug that, blah, 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 blah. And like you, Dex, it's like, I'm not trying to go down that path. These beats are hard and that rhyme is hard, so I'm gonna listen to it. But I'm definitely not trying to emulate your, you know, drug selling thug ass life. And right, right. we know at that time, man, mad rappers, if you was around, you know, on a Dex, you know, it's like mad rappers every other week it'd be a new rapper dead. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Every other week, oh, so and so was killed. This person was killed. You know, like we was around when Biggie was just another rapper, then all of a sudden he was yeah. ice. You know what I'm saying? Right, and then right. as soon as he got right. ice, it's like, Biggie's the best rapper. And I always tell people, it's like, they saying that now, but when Biggie was around, people wasn't calling him the best rapper. He was a good rapper. Mm -hmm. He was dope. He made some great right. hits. But people definitely wasn't saying, was, oh, I yeah. definitely you. entertained by him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. nobody was like, yo, you're the best. Nah. But that's all good. But I'm just saying, this is what I remember in terms of, like, seeing how it transitioned and things that people are saying. You know what I mean? Um... Yeah, it was it was it was a crazy crazy time, and I'm glad to see that you know, from that time things calmed down, and you got cats, you know, who you know you got your Kanye's coming in, you know what I mean, and you know that that dropout album, you know, was like probably the best thing for me anyway that Kanye had came out with, and it started going, you know, in sort of like that direction, and I love where it's at now where. Um, a lot of the females are feeling empowered to put their voice in hip hop and, you know, especially if you can rhyme. I mean, I, I feel like there's not a lot of new cats where I'm like, oh, that person is great. It's a lot of garbage out there as far as I'm concerned. But um, I will say like the indie scene, I agree with you, Dex, the indie scene got some dope ass rappers who unfortunately it's like I'm listening to them like, yo, y'all cats is dope. 
but you so dope, you never, you'll, you'll never be put on. You got to say the most ignorant, stupidest shit right now in order yeah. for you to go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. And that's the sad part about yeah. it for me because I, 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 you know, like like y'all two brothers right here, you know what I mean? It's like, I know what y'all can do. I've seen y'all. like, And even if I didn't know y'all, I'd be like, yo, that cat is dope. It's mad times where I'd be like sitting here chilling with people and I'd be like, you know what? Let's listen to some some rappers that I know and I might put a, a days on and, I, and and people who don't know you would be like why is it this person signed like this is the flyest shit like and they have no idea or they listen to Jay you know what I'm saying or my nephew who's doing some shit you know they just be like that's a great fucking song like I would definitely like where do I go to get that or some shit like that and it's like I don't understand why these people are not signed it's like well you don't understand the temperature of hip hop right now you know unfortunately it's about the silliest, stupidest things I feel, and that kind of makes me sad. But I love to see the indie cats sort of keeping it alive, you know, in terms of like telling the stories of the street, telling the stories of like what's really going on, and telling the stories are really of struggle. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm trying to do this. You know, my, my, I, I don't have this right now. I'm trying to make things happen. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. Uh, to, to get things you, you're telling your real legitimate story and it's not about you know I was there when the whole like platinum shit was coming up right everybody was platinum this platinum that um, Big L may he rest in peace he was another rapper that had a great career going and all of a sudden he was iced you know um, yeah. and it was this it was this it was this whole thing where it was like rap was incredibly fucking violent. And um, I'm glad to see it kind of turned away from that. I see it coming, going back there a little bit, but not like when we was coming up. When we was coming up. Yeah, yeah you, you feel like it's going back there a, a lot more now? It's, it's kind of I mean, going, going back there. Today we're seeing young rappers dying all the time. That's true, it too. May not, yeah. it, may not be, it may not be the icon who's dying. Like, That's true. No, no you're right. No, no, the people in your top five, nah, they probably still alive. I mean, unless you got Biggie and Pac in there, but most of the quote unquote hottest rappers today, yeah. most of the legends, anybody who came out in the last 20 years who's no, like, you're right. like that top tier, they're alive and well. Right. It's all the new cats. No, it's no. like, oh, I heard this one song from this artist. Man, they're great. They're about to break through. Oh, they died yesterday. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's yeah. weird that because... so often. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because it's weird because cats are putting everything out there. It's not like when we was coming up where you you might have to try to find out where this kid was. Now, because of social media, mm -hmm. their whole shit is out there. You know, you got cats like, yeah, if you want that smoke, come visit me at so-and-so-and-so, and, so and, so, and niggas is like, well, let's go see this thing. You know what I mean? And actually ice and do You know what I mean? So that part to me is really sad, you know. Um, but I, obviously, like I said, I noticed a lot of indie cats who were just like, got the love for the art and just like, yo, I don't care if I never get paid doing this. This is what I'm going to do because I love it. And that's the shit that really gets me excited about the future of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? That, yes, this thing keeps going and we get to mold it and shape it to what we think it is and not industry cats or um, it's something that Nikki said, you know, her quote that she said, and I, she was so right. And, and, and once again, Nicki Minaj is another female rapper who I feel can actually rap. You know, what I mean, it's, it's dying, but there are some people who are still there where she was just like, 
you know, she was talking to a crowd and she's like, yo, when I was coming up, when I listened to the radio, I heard people who had, and I'm paraphrasing, who actually had like skill and who had talent and you could listen to them and be like, wow, skill, talent. She said, but what y'all listening to now are people who are popular. They don't have skill or talent. They're just popular. They got a million followers. They got, you know, so-and-so on Twitter or whatever. And so because popularity has now overcome actual talent and skill, we're at this weird place in hip-hop. And it's sad. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's sad because, like I just described, I saw the beginnings of it where it was just like, man, this shit has really took off, you know? Some of those people who are already named Buster and all these cats, like, who could really come through and bringing all these different cultures together where now it's just... Like, what the fuck you call... I mean, y'all, y'all tell me. I know better than me. But it's like the whole shit with mumble rap. I think it's over now, but I don't know. But it's like that whole shit about five, six years ago when mumble rap was like a real fucking thing. I was just like, this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, nah, this, this shit has to stop. Bring talent back in, in hip-hop. You know what I mean? Learn your fucking craft. You want to be a performer? Be a dope-ass performer. Learn the fucking right. And put some shit together. Be skillful. Be witty. All those cats who we all mentioned who like, we all said, yeah, that's my favorite one. They had skill. They had wit. They knew how to put shit together. Even at the so t- so-called time of, you know, what I'm talking about, the gangster rappers, you know, yeah, DMX straight up was, was, was that dude. But he knew how to put some shit together. Nori straight up was that dude. You know, Nori and um, Capone. Capone and Nori. You know what I mean? People, people don't really know about Capone, but if you out oh there, gosh. Google Capone and Noriega, and you hear some fly <laughs> shit. Their first album, The War Report, was crazy. You know what I mean? Now, it was definitely on some thug shit all day, violent shit all day, but at least they knew how to fucking rap. At least they yeah, knew the, how to the, bring some shit together. Go ahead. The thing is this, yeah. and, and Jay said it best, Jay-Z said it best in 2003 on the Black Album. He said, if skill sold, truth be told... I'd probably be lyrically Talib Kweli. Truthfully, I want to rhyme like Common Sense. Common Sense. But I sold five mil. I ain't been rhyming I like Common Sense. Common Sense. That's true. I, I just going to say that. I mean, no, no, I had he's to. right. I had to. Go through. Go he, he, was, he was very right. And the thing is that, like we say all the time uh, today on Let's Have a Real Conversation podcast, Today, the industry is not built on those things. Today, the industry is set up in a copy and paste format. This is what we're looking for. This is who's going to be put in these positions. This is who we're going to, you know, sign. It has nothing to do with skill. Right. Days could be the flyest nigga we all have ever heard. The best MC we all have ever heard. We could all write letters to Def Jam every day. Please sign Days the Emperor. Please sign Days the Emperor. Please sign Days. They don't care. The first thing they're going to say is, okay, does he have a hit? Oh, he got a lot of hits. All right, we like this guy. But how many followers does he have? Oh, he don't have 500,000? Ah, he never goes live? Ah, he can't sell out such and such venue? Sorry, Days. No deal for you. It goes for everybody. I'm only using Days. No, no, you're right. He's here on the pod. I'm not picking on Days. But today, it's, it's, it's a lot more about popularity because today... Their format is a plug-and-play format. Right. If 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 Dex tomorrow gets a million followers, 
it will be much easier for him to get a deal than me and Days. Why? Because they will pay songwriters that are already on staff to write the hit that Dex doesn't have yet. They will pay the hottest producers who they already have relationships with to make that hot beat. And then they'll put in their marketing dollars. All we got to do after that is say, okay, well, Dex has dreads. Dex, you're going to have to cut your dreads. And we know you're kind of conservative religious. We need you to be uh, half naked in your video. Show them your fly six pack. And now you got a 360 deal, which is a right. whole nother conversation. And if you want those conversations, you could go to Let's Have a Real Conversation yeah. podcast. And, and, the, and the last thing I say is that you're absolutely right. Because with that marketing comes the control of the algorithm. You know, we yeah, like to think that the algorithm is, you know, um, non-biased and is objective and is fair. And we know that's bullshit. It's programmed like anything else. And so those who control the algorithm can put whoever they want. You know what I'm saying? And so when you have those kind of connects, like you're talking about these marketing cats who have these close relationships with people who control the algorithm, using Dex as an example, because that's who you use, they could easily be like, yo, pump the shit out of this. Make sure this is in constant rotation. Hit and that's that what we happens. Created, so people just get programmed. He had nothing to you know? do with it. We had and a person so, um, write it. We had a person uh, produce it. All Dex had to do was study it and, and, and recite it. Now that is on every playlist, on every platform. Every time you open Instagram and the other apps, yeah. it's the first thing that pops up on your screen. And that's it. Now, right. now Dex is, oh, man. And now what everybody's saying, yo, you heard about this guy, Dex? He blew up overnight where he came from. Right, right, exactly. So, you know, so for me, right. how I feel, because like I said, I was I was in the womb with it, you know, uh, as soon right. as it was born, I was born. You know what <laughs> I mean? So I saw it as a, it's like, it was a baby, I was a baby. Right. You know, when it was in kindergarten, I was in kindergarten. You know what I mean? So it's like, I saw this shit, like, grew up with me. Like, oh, this is my dude. And so now, you know, that is at its age, that's the age I'm at. So it's like, all right, well, you know what? Where are we going with this? You know, and now the the you pass the baton, and it's scary now because it's not the dopest yeah. cats anymore. You know what I mean? But I'm happy to have those memories, and I'm glad we shared these memories. You know, everybody shared these memories because it was a great time while it could be. And I also want to have, let's say that you know, I'm also optimistic because I do believe everything will go 180 once again. We will get back to a point. And I do see it, little teeny bits. I see, Whatever. you know, some consciousness come through. Okay, now they call consciousness woke, which I feel like there's a big difference between being conscious and woke, but I'll let that go for now. But, um, you know, as that is coming up where people are like, no, I want to have conversations that are deeper. I want things that have real meaning. I can see the buzz the buds of real hip hop kind of like pointing up and, and coming through. And I, and I want to believe that it will go back there and that those kinds of performers um, and entertainers and days, will once days, again you can chime in because um, me and you are kind of, I guess, of probably the better person's again. people to speak and about this because we're front row with it. But I, I think it never left. And again, days you could chime in, but I think it never left. I think the powers that be, quote unquote, might be pushing certain narratives, might be pushing certain agendas, might be 
pushing certain genres or subgenres, but I think they're still conscious, they're still party, they're still everything. I think today we have everything, and I think today we can share it easier. You know, I don't have to get that cassette tape and put the tissue paper and all the things we said because I could just say, hey, Ness, did you see Lupe Fiasco drop this song at 3 in the morning? <laughs> oh, uh, Dre, yeah, yeah. did you see that Wu-Tang collaborated with this band from Germany? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, today, I think everything is here. I think the only thing is, if we're talking mainstream, nah, mainstream is not everything, right? Like, maybe mainstream, like, if you turn on the radio, who, I don't know who listens to the radio today, but if you turn on the radio, no, right. maybe there's more of a specific sound or a specific narrative, but today playlist say it again d right and that's what i'm saying i don't Specific i don't know what you think days. do you think that <laughs> yeah, radio's, these radio's things are missing i think everything Play is available like, today uh, but what do you feel days? i do think um i think everything is available i just think that um more choices like like people, yeah. like people will complain about certain levels or, cons- mm-hmm. or, or certain levels of music not being available conceptually. That just lets me know that you're not looking because you can find right. that that genre or that concept that you're looking for on these platforms. We ain't gonna say the names. We know what they all are. If you're looking for that, you can look for that. You understand what I'm saying? If that's what you want to hear specifically, you can get that specifically. Um, I think it's it's more widespread. I do agree with that. I think that it's more widespread, but now you have the, the option to choose. Yeah, the radio won't play what they feel is necessary to play to push whatever they need to push. You know, all of those uh, institutions and those platforms, they won't do what they need to do to support whatever system they support in. But outside of that, you as a consumer, you do have the choice to choose what it is that you want to engage in. So, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. you you're absolutely right. And, I, and, and you're right, Jay. It's like, it's a lot of times where, you know, I know Jay will do this a lot of times, but Jay would be like, yo, Dre, have you heard of this person, though? You know, because it might make you sound, oh, I might do the same thing. Like, you could you could share something way easier now. And I'd be like, yo, man, since I heard that, I've been listening to all that stuff. You know, yeah. one of the one of the newer groups right now that are being compared to Wu-Tang, I think it's this group called Contra Costa or Costa Contra or something awesome. like that. You know what I'm talking about? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love awesome. these young brothers. Awesome. These young awesome. brothers are doing Amazing. it. Like they are writing original shit. Fly ass beats. And they're and saying see, and shit see, that's, that means but that's what something. I'm that's why I'm I say I think today to it's guys, like, it hasn't left. I love I y'all young cats right now. You know what I'm saying? Because you, yeah. you mentioned them. I don't know them. I'm going to be honest. Never heard of them before this conversation. You're Ness right. mentioned someone earlier I never heard of. When we end this recording, I could go look them up. Or yep. let's let's do it a different way. Maybe you never heard of Nerdcore before. Me and Nestor had a conversation about Nerdcore, right? You could go right on whatever app you like. Uh, like they said, they ain't pay us, we ain't saying names. But you could go on all of these platforms right. and search Nerdcore. Mad playlists and music videos and songs are going to pop up. Now... You, now you got a whole nerdcore playlist. Now you like, yo, Ness, yo, did you hear about this person, son? Did you did you did you know Days did a song with Dex and they collabed with that guy? Yo, did you know right now me and Dex, me, me Dex and Days, we about to collab with a, with a dude for for anime? Did you know that? And I think today, it's all available. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you like is there. 
and you don't need to know the names. Like, even if you hear this podcast and you're 20 and don't listen to hip hop at all, but you're like, man, they were saying fly stuff. You could go do it. I mean, let's pull the curtain all the way back. I started listening to hip hop at 12. How do you think I know Rakim? How do you think I know KRS-One? How do you think I know any of the people we've all been discussing who came out before 1999? Because I had to go back. And it wasn't easy. It, it took me talking to some of y'all. Yo, Days, but right. if I want to listen to somebody like this, who, who should I right. listen to? Or Days would come to the crib. Oh, you bumping Rakim right now? Do you know this album from him? Word. You mean he went solo after? He wasn't with Eric B no more? Wow, that's crazy. You mean he got five solo albums? Whoa. Or like or like Tess said, go to your crib and it's like, yeah, nah, those Wu-Tang guys, they I. Right. I mean, no. they, they not all that. I guess they cool. And now, no, nigga, they are the shit. And not only do I listen to them, but I listen to mad other people who are roll with them. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, and that's what, if you real about music, if you real about music, that's what you're supposed to do. Because you, we, as we all said, Wu-Tang, but what made Wu-Tang so great? They kept going back in the crates. They go to the 99 cent store and all those albums and CDs that you laugh at, they'd be like, no, no, we take all of it. Thank you. You know what I mean? And so um, I remember a quote that Old Dirty said, you know, Old Dirty was like, Wu-Tang Clan is the new John Coltrane, which was like crazy because John Coltrane is jazz. And when jazz came out, jazz was a lot like hip hop. Jazz was this thing that you wasn't supposed to listen to and it was going to be dangerous and blah, blah, blah. And then it blew up. Now there's like jazz museums, right? But when it first came out, when it was jazz was just a baby, everybody was like, yo, jazz is crazy. But Wu was always on that. You know, they like, they like, yo, we're going to get the Funkadelics to play on our shit. Mm. You know what I mean? They, they, would, they took the responsibility, and I know I have too, like, I'm going to listen to something that my moms will listen to. Yo, I'm about to put on this Beatles album. Like, why the Beatles was so fly? I don't Put that on. Let me see what they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I see what they're saying right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so yeah. if you're a real music person and you appreciate music, you're right, Jay. You do take it a couple of generations back. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, nah, I want to. You know, I know when Jay saying how we be. I'm like, yo, Jay, we're about to listen to um, uh, um, what's his name? That Rick Rick, Rick right. James. Right? Be like, yo, son, you hanging out with us. Yo, we about to put on this Rick son, and right. we gonna drink, and we gonna have a good time. And Jay be like, "Yo, do that shit, and be open." Like that's the way you're supposed to be. Like you're supposed to pass the shit down. And you know, Rick is certainly like right. not my generation because when he came out, I'm a, I'm a fucking kid. You know what I mean? I'm not partying to him. You know what I mean? That's my mom's listening to Rick and partying to him. But I definitely heard it. Yeah, I definitely heard it. Was yeah, like, yeah. yo, this shit was great. You know, so he's. Yes, you're right. As a as a music listener, it's it's beautiful that you can go back a few generations and see where the influences come from. I mean, all that shit mm. from like from Puffy, all he would do was just go back a couple of you know generations ago and and remake shit. Go through. Yeah, yeah. take hits from the eighties. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I think that's probably like one of my favorite things about hip hop too. Like I had mentioned before, is that it like. <laughs> <laughs> and then it sits there and pulls from like all whatever styles, whatever oh, decades. That was and that was and puppy like, style. Like I a just big let him have difference. That. Yeah, a big difference oh, now yeah. is it's kind of cannibalizing itself. 
Right. Like, you'll, the, the, the samples you'll hear are just from older hip-hop tracks. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's, like, it's like, there, there's other music out there. Go out, explore, expand, find it. Yo, I keep hearing old EPMD joints getting played now. And I'm like, do y'all know who EPMD is? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. back in the days, James Brown was like, what are these people doing with my music? Because everybody was taking James Brown songs <laughs> and chopping the shit out of them. You know yeah, what I mean? But crazy, yeah, that's man. the way it is. But it's, uh, that's, that's, that's absolutely perfect. You're right. Because yeah. that's all cats are doing. They're taking shit from like, 80s 90s hip-hop yeah. and like that's a dope-ass beat oh, you know? like it's cool it's awesome and it's like nice to see that they're like catching the history yeah. but are at the same time are y'all old enough to remember the beat nuts yeah oh yeah you remember the beat yeah. nuts beat nuts just had some crazy crazy beats i'm hearing beat nuts beats now on some of the well, new I mean, shit yeah. I mean, I mean, J Lo took a watch out now beat for the Jenny from the block. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's... I love that watch out now. You know, I mean, I really thought it was an amazing beat. You know, so yeah. I mean, a kid just the other day uh, took uh, Nelly's hot in here. Uh huh. Anybody heard uh, that? Yeah. Some kid, I forget who it was. That's some, crazy. some kid took that. Yeah. You know, so anyway, um, yeah. Well, so been, yeah, wow. so anything like, that's like it's been like, like 20 years back like is that. open now. Yeah. Right? It's open because yeah. these yeah. new kids, you think about somebody that's 15 years old, they don't know Nelly, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, they like you you play some shit they'd be like, "Who the fuck is Exhibit? I don't know who the fuck is." <laughs> right? Like yeah. and he was big. Hey, you know, he had fucking songs so cool right now. It's historical, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? But, you know, you say you, you play exhibits to a 50-year-old kid. It's like, wow, right? It's like that. And if he's a rapper, he feels like that's a dope mm-hmm. beat. He's going to take that shit. Why not? Yep. No, that's Why a not? Fact. That's you know crazy I mean? when you think about it. Yeah. That's crazy yeah. when you think but about yeah, it. Nah. All right, if I hear another Mary J. Blige sample on the side, <laughs> then... Let's <laughs> 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 not even get into R&B. Let's not even right. get into the R&B, bro. Yeah. That's another hour. That's another hour discussion. They taking the whole right? right? One album. You hear me, Dre? The whole four one one album is getting sampled. Be hear me? I'm even on that. I got. I got. I got at least like three joints off that already. I had it since the '90s before they was born, so they got to hold that. Bro, if it was just that, it was just that. I mean, you got to go to other. You got to go to other genres and shit too, because. Like I said in the beginning, like you look at like reggae when reggae started mixing with hip hop, when you look at like Shabba Rank shit, you know what I'm saying? Trailer Load of Girls type shit. All this shit was like heavy influence. And I, I'm hearing some of these beats come in. I'd be like, wait, hold on. It's, you know what I mean? Like, who the fuck is, is that right there? You know what I'm saying? So everything, yo, is Super open. Cat. Everything. Super Super cat. Cat. Oh. Super, you gotta say all it like that. that. You gotta super cat. <laughs> you cannot say it no other way. You, you know what I'm saying? You have to say it like that. Yo, Yo it's yeah. just fucking amazing, man. But, you know, man, I'm like, I'm not mad at it. You know, the only thing I'm saying, if you're gonna take a fucking classic beat, like you say in days, like, okay, you're gonna take this classic beat? You better do some fly shit with it. My problem is you take this classic beat and you just pissing on it. Like, what the fuck are you <laughs> doing, man? Like, 
You just really just urinating, urinating on some fly shit. Why are you dancing? Why are you dancing? You urinating on it. Why are you dancing? This is not, no, I'm sorry. I, this, that's blasphemy. I'm sorry. That's yeah. blasphemy to my yeah. ears. That's blasphemy. Yeah. Like, I'm not mad at nobody who take a beat and do some fly shit. Be like, yo, yeah, you said, yo, he took that big pun beat and did some fly shit with it. That exactly. shit is hot, right? But nah, that's that, to me, that's rare. I don't really hear that. But like you said, Dave, you right. Like you, I guess like you can go back and, and, and look for cats right now who are out who probably are not as popular, but they're there. And the one thing I do like about that is that when these cats do go to tour, because they're in smaller venues, you can enjoy them more. You know what I'm saying? Like you can just be like, oh man, so-and-so tweeted, hey y'all, I'm gonna be in New Orleans at the so-and-so, whoever's in town. He might not have 50,000 followers, you know what I mean? Yeah. He might just have, you know, a couple of thousand, whatever. But if you're there, you're like, yo, I know that venue. I'm gonna go out and see this dude. Like, his shit is hot. I don't give a fuck if nobody ain't there but me. I'm gonna be there because mm -hmm. that's some fucking fly shit. Maybe you get to meet the cat, you know what I mean? Because it, yeah. it is so bifurcated and separated that, you know, you actually have to, if you like somebody right now, it's kind of like your responsibility to like, follow them on this, follow them on that. They tweet yeah, out, I'm gonna be here. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they put out on Instagram, yo, I'm gonna be in your town or whatever. And they'll be at these small venues and you just like, man, I was like this close to this dude. And we, like you just said, like we, have, we had a conversation and shit was hot. I'm, I'm, I'm digging this person even more now because I realized more than just a performer, you know, they're a dope person as well. And so I do appreciate that. But I also feel like, yo, artists like that deserve, because they put so much work in, they deserve, they deserve so much more. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You can see that. I can definitely yeah. see that because they stay much and, more. And, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm just hoping also, you know, with all the celebrations, all these older groups, at least tour more or do more performances you know like just like classic rock bands come around everybody goes to see the classic rock let's do the same thing you know what i mean you know that all right you know wu-tang come out everybody gonna go see wu-tang uh big daddy kane do something we all go see that you know, let's, that you know let's, let's enjoy that too set up that union yeah, yeah, get some of these brothers paid man yeah. so they can get get their yeah. health right so they can yeah. be on yeah. that tour yeah. like you said some of these brothers got to take better care of their health as well we need that in hip-hop you know some yeah. type of union yeah you know situation where brothers yeah. can get situated some of the founders yeah bro you know some of the cultivators the pioneers yes sir you know like you know like yes, Nas be saying man those brothers had a strong hand in it so they they definitely deserve that mm. they just do yeah you know i i i, yeah. I completely agree man like you know it is it is it's kind of like the responsibility and you you do want to see these cats you know go do their tours and, and get their respect and and you know now the whole term of giving cats their flowers you know what i mean i like seeing stuff like that where you're like hey we're not gonna wait for this person to actually die to be like yo you are you're you're that dude and we're gonna give you your credit and everything you deserve right now while you're alive that's that's a wonderful thing and i'm i'm, I'm glad that's you know that's coming up you know what i mean because everybody is getting older and uh, you know, we you want to pay tribute to them while they're here, you know okay. what I'm saying? Um, and and the more we can do that, the better. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all see me? 
I see yes. you and I hear yes. you, brother. Yes. All right. Nigga had to go mobile on him. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I'm saying, uh, brothers, I, I'm going to have to head out. Um, yeah, I have to go. Uh, we can ridiculously early. No, all no, right. it's all good. Um, yeah, we can end uh, it. Uh, right. I was going to say, brothers, I think, I think this is a good place to end it. We did pretty much our time, and right. uh, we'll we'll use our other topics for another time. Thank y'all for being here, and uh, we will see y'all on the next episode of Man my, my, Cave my Monday.